Welcome to another Ghost Encounters Global podcast. Here I'm going to tell a few ghosty stories, very short ghosty stories. So get comfortable, sit back, relax, turn off the lights and have a listen. This is entitled The Whispers. This is a story I do not often tell, I promise, sincerely, that this has scared me for life. And although I have looked into psychology explanations for what I heard and natural explanations for what occurred, they remain unsatisfactory. So when I was a child, I was scared of the dark. I swore to my mother I heard voices in it. They were not evil, but they were familiar and so they scared me. It was not uncommon in the middle of the night for me to wake up and hear whispers, as I would call them when asking my mum. She figured they were just bumps in the night and typical kid nightmare material. I tried often to explain to her that it was more than that, that they sounded different from one another the way people's voices do. On some nights I would get so scared from these whispers that I would sleep in my mum's bed with her. It was an added bonus that the bathroom was directly outside of her bedroom door for my late night tinkles. I would add at this point that when walking out into the hallway uh, to go to the bathroom you look directly down the stairs that would lead into the living room on the first floor as my mum's bedroom was on the second floor. So one such night, around Christmas, I awoke and felt the need to relieve myself. I walked out from the door and distinctly heard the phrase, Look. And to my astonishment, a red light, almost like a spotlight, was cast uh, along the wall and the very bottom of the stairs. The light had no other source. It was by itself and I was transfixed by it. Being a little kid, and it only being a few days from Christmas, I knew what this light was. It was Santa. How else could he get into the house to know I was being a good boy? I was so excited I began walking down the stairs to greet him, picking up my pace after the second step as it began to creep off the wall and fade into the darkness of the living room. That's when I heard him, a very strong, masculine voice. Different from the first, not at all like my father's, not to say he isn't masculine, it's just distinctly different. It said, stop right now. Go back upstairs. I listened, turned around, and it happened next I am not sure. I'd believe if someone had told me this same story. After reaching the top of the stairs, I heard a very loud crash that sent me running back to my mother's bed where I jumped straight under the covers and stayed there for the whole night. When we woke next morning, uh, the little Christmas uh, lights were glowing red. My mother had put the railing down the stairs, uh, were pulled straight down the bottom of the stairs, some broken from what seemed forceful tear laying in a single pile. The dry sink in my living room had fallen from the wall. My mother could not explain it. 
My father was worried we had been victims of home invasion. My sister was crying. There was nothing missing, nobody had broken in, and there not deemed to be any reason for what had just happened. And then I saw it. And I kept quiet about it because I was so afraid that I could f not force words out of my mouth. There, on the edge of the dry sink, which had been facing up, were three indentations where the finish of the wood had been worn, almost as if in a forceful grip. Something down there had grabbed it and threw it down. That was the bang. I was mortified after that day. I never heard a single voice again. I do not like to imagine what was waiting down for me that night, if it was anything at all. But I can tell you the reality was that something had physically acted up two things in my house near the bottom of the stairwell. After this, I had never heard another whisper, which is sad, because in some ways I would have liked to thank the man, masculine energy, that had stopped me from going down these stairs. This happened when I was seven and I'm now 20 years old and because of this incident I am still afraid of the dark, especially shadowy stairwells. grandfather. My grandfather told this story about how one time he was sitting in a chair in front of the house when he heard his wife repeatedly calling him from inside the house. The thing is, my grandmother passed away a few years before that, but he told me that the voice was so pressing that he actually got up to look inside the house, and as soon as he got inside heard a loud crash behind him and turned around to see that the chair he was sitting in moments ago had been crushed by the cast iron gutter that fell on it. If he hadn't come inside the house, he would have probably been seriously injured. I don't know if it's paranormal or not, but every time I think about it, it sends chills down my spine. The crib shadow. I was babysitting my niece once while I was staying at my brother's place and they had the baby camera set up so I could see her on the little TV it came with. I was studying and started to doze off when I heard some whispering and realised it was coming from the monitor. I initially thought it was some feedback or something but when I looked at the TV there was a dark shadow near my niece's crib. I have never been more terrified in my life but the shadow was clearly there where it had not been before. I ran to my niece's room and looked around and saw nothing, but I took her to hell out of there. I went back to the TV and the shadow was clearly gone. I told my brother what had happened and pulled me aside and told me not to mention it to my sister-in-law because she'll freak out, but that he had seen the same thing several times now with the same whispers. They stayed in that house for about four more years and when my niece was just learning to talk 
she would tell her mum about the special friend. To this day, it scares the shit out of me. When they moved out, my brother told me my niece had become uh, inconsolably sad because she would miss her friend. Her mum would tell her she could bring him along, but if she would say uh, was she couldn't leave the house. We have never to this day told her about that damn shadow and apparently never saw it. The Shadow I didn't know that's what it's called until much later. I was living in a house in Lugina Beach that had since there, well, been there since the 1920s. It's history and it's speakeasy, a brothel and a house for smuggling illegal grimmigrants. One day, my new wife and I were having an argument. I can't even recall what it was about. She walked down the block to get a cup of coffee and cool off. And I was alone in the house. The way the place was built was incredibly haphazard. There was a bedroom, living room on one side, with a bathroom with two entrances. On the other side of the bathroom was a hallway that had windows in one side and two bedrooms on the other. From my bedroom I could look across the hall into the bathroom. Then through the bathroom and down the other hallway I was standing at my dresser and I noticed movement out of the corner of my eye and looked down. There was and honest to God, this gives me the goosebumps just typing it. 17 years later, a black figure. It was maybe three foot tall and it was only vaguely humanoid. It looked like black scribbles, like someone had scribbled a human shape. But the scribbles moved like electricity arching. Uh, that's the best way to describe it. There was no sound that I could remember. I distinctly remember when I saw it, I wasn't afraid. Just like, what the hell? Then it noticed me looking at it. I can't say it turned around. It just focused on me, I guess. Then I was scared. I didn't move, didn't scream, nothing. I was just frozen because it just effing came at me. It rushed down the hall towards me. I have no idea what it intended. But as soon as it entered the bathroom, the door closet to me just slammed shut on it. I screamed. I yelled for my wife. She wasn't home. I went outside into the daylight and didn't go back in until she got home ten minutes later. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe I saw something supernatural. But I know I saw something and I don't know what that was. princess how did the princess take control of my message board if only a few seconds it didn't make any sense our message board wasn't a video game our message board pulled up all information from the internet the princess was already inhabiting a game at the same time all the rules we thought we knew all the things we thought kept us safe has failed us could she have done this at any time? Could she do it again? 
Were there any real limits to what she was capable of? We looked through all the data we'd collected. We tried to find some common thread we'd been missing. There must have been some way we could have known. There had to be more answers than what we were seeing, and there were. We finally realised the truth. It was so obvious. The princess in our message board the whole time. She was on every page. She was on every forum list. She'd been staring at us, watching us for years. We never even saw it. She was the banner at the top of the forum. She was every screenshot we'd posted, every video we'd uploaded, every piece of fan art we'd drawn. Every image of her is her. Every image of her, when observed, gives her power. She's not a ghost. She's not a computer virus. She's an idea. Living fiction. She lives off her observations and thoughts of her. When we all watched that stream, banded together and gave her all the attention all at once, we had her more powerful than she'd ever been before. We made her strong enough to manifest through the images we'd posted on our message board and speak directly to us. We took down all the images from what we speculate. It's enough to simply never look at them again. But we deleted them all just to be certain. However, it may already be too late for us. I've been losing contact with only members of the society. I can't even... Well, even if something's happened to them, or if they've simply gone into hiding. But at this time, only a fool wouldn't consider the worst-case scenario. It's not completely harmless. I know she's fighting for her survival now. For her, being forgotten is death. She does what she does in the hope of keeping her memory alive. To that end, perhaps their telling the story of the world is a small act of mercy. Maybe the thoughts I've lent her will ease her pain somewhat. I don't know. But either way, that isn't why I write all this. What I've told you could you be great danger, but it could also save your life. You're a target now, and in the months and years ahead, she may well come for you. But I've also given you all the knowledge that you need to keep yourself safe. So, do not try to fight her. Do not try to talk to her. Do not try to outsmart or trap her. Don't investigate. Don't try to understand. Don't try to be a hero. Don't try to be a saviour. It is my sincere hope that I've given all your answers you want so you won't make your mistake and try to investigate further. There is one and only thing you need to be safe. If you see her, turn off the game.